In this case, you have a judge who's made it into a circus, constantly tries to mock President Trump. You have an attorney general who ran on an election platform of getting a private citizen, President Trump, unethical and unheard of. And now he can't speak about that process. That's specifically what the judge said. He cannot, if he were to speak, he can't disparage the attorney general. That's always fair game. It's called closing argument. You're listening to Give Zero, where everything matters but your feelings. Hey, I doing? It's your buddy JB here with you on America's number one third-rate podcast, Give Zero. I freaked out today. Almost dropped my coffee. Thought Krispy Kreme had shut down. It was Chris Christie dropping out of the race. Here we go. Now your host who gives absolutely zero fucks, Joey Bruno. <laughs> Hey, I'll do. Thanks for listening to Give Zero. I'm your humble little host, JB, your buddy. On America's number one third podcast. I hope y'all doing good. Hey, I'll do. I'm doing great. Hope you're good. Uh, so much stuff I want to cover as I try to adjust my poopola here as usual. Get, let me get this up here so you can get some more of that JB love. Come in close. Come in close, my friends. Come close to me. Closer. Get really, really, really close. <clears throat> there is so much stuff I want to cover uh, with you guys uh, as we are here uh, in the year of living dangerously. 2024. Time to plow over a lot of the deep state libtardism crapola. Win this election and start fixing some crap. Oh, the good news is the good news is getting better, better. I look at the uh, my black brothers and sisters out there. Their numbers for Trump are just stupid high. They're, let me tell you what: there are sections of this population. Thank you, Jesus, um, and not just thank you, Lord, for being amazing, but thank you for opening the eyes of people that have been rid- just been ridden on the backs of for far too long by those who swore allegiance to them. That they was helping them folks. Social and slash spiritual quote leaders. Um, 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 you know. We're looking out for y'all. Keep the boot off your neck. Whatever. You lying shysters. Sacks of crap. And folks is figuring this out. The Mexicano folks are figuring this out. It, this has gotten Serious. And the TARDS is getting more and more desperate. Uh, just so, a quick laundry list, because believe it or not, this episode may or may not be about politics, which suits me just fine. Um, Today, you might have seen the, well, let's, let's, let's have rituals. So, if you got your beer, your wine, your coffee, your gin, your vodka, whatever you got, Zima White Claw is fine, whatever, not Scotch, because Scotch sucks. Or if you got a little something, something special, you want to go up on the back porch and roll that thing up and join us. By the way, this was so funny. Uh, Oregon, is that right? Yeah, whatever. Uh, is that Highway 75? I, I'm not real familiar with the train out there. They had to take down their mile marker 420. It now says 419.99 or something like that because people kept stealing the 420 sign off the highway in Oregon. 
uh, uh, you know, put it up on the put it up on the on the man cave wall. Get that thing up there. Anyway, if you got a little something special you want to roll up, you do you because I can't partake in that. But you you can. Hey, America. You know my three rules. You don't hurt a critter. You don't hurt a kid. You don't make somebody else do something they don't want to do. America, you do you. On the count of three, we all partake together, and we go, mm, all good stuff. Ready? Here we go. One, two, three, go. Black copy for me. One, two, three, go. Mm, ah, good stuff. Anyway, so <clears throat> they drew, the, the libtards in typical show circus fashion today. So they're having this hearing in Congress. I know you've seen this, so I don't want to go on about it, but about, about, about what to do with Hunter. Cause he didn't show up under subpoena for his poop to, you know, talk about the laptop that didn't exist and jobs and money he got that didn't exist and artwork that, uh, he air quote, doesn't know the name of the buyer on that. He did. And the mon- money laundering that is, uh, they just, uh, he just walks in. He is, is, is oh, it's, it's public hearing. So mysteriously, the whole front row in this thing is is empty. No one's sitting in the front row. And then Hunter Biden walks in just to put the finger of F you in the face of Congress and saying, I ain't got a show. I ain't doing jack crap. Suck it with his own um, with his own video crew. there recording all this because they're doing a documentary. About the struggles, the struggles of once drug addled Hunter Biden, son of the beloved, the, the, the loved son of Big Joe. And it just, it's been a terrible, it's been a troubling life and how brave he is. And he's just so good. He's just so good. <laughs> that fucker. So they're doing this. Living this, you, you know, and it's so, it's so, fu- it's not funny. It's not funny. It's hell bent bad. Okay. The saving grace of this whole hot mess that we look at right now, right now, this whole saving grace is over two things. Because here's what I can, here's, here's what I can tell you right now. Evil is going to do what evil does. Okay. Now, what I can tell you is this. Is good is lazy. Good is just lazy. The conservatives, the actual conservatives in Congress, just won't get the damn job done. They just won't. But evil is dumb. It's always dumb. We know what we know now. Over... Boxes full of ballots to be scanned under a table after the the polls are shut down because of an air quote water pipe. Ultimately, because Mama and daughter Miss Thang, whose names will not be mentioned on this little little offering, I will not bring their names up on the goodness of zero. There's a lot of names I won't mention when I do that thing. You know always what I'm talking about. Has she not decided to make social media posts? That's what started this whole thing. Because pride goeth before a fall. Okay. We because of that stupid and because of a guy who has had the snot beaten out of him because he happened to own a laptop repair shop. That's it. 
Think about it. Go back and think about it. Just go go way up. You got to get past COVID. You got to get past all this stupid. Okay. Everything we know now is from that. It spins and tumbles and grows from there. So what you and, and what that all has shown is is that underneath the hood of what's supposed to be great about our democracy, the greatness that is this great nation that, that is a great nation, despite the chode smokers that ruined this for everybody. Is there was a letter with fifty signatures on it thrown in Donald Trump's face saying. Hey, man, that ain't how that is, man. And a three-letter agency with three letters of the alphabet, I will not mention, FBI, that straight covered up a laptop for a year. That straight did it. There's no getting around it. They had it. Yeah, that's sad. Way sad. But anyway, Hunter shows up there and shows his ass, goes out there and gets, and, you know, he finally storms out of there because of Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, I say that. He was just through. He just, it was time to get up and stand up and, and, and waited for the, for, the, for the Republicans to show their ass enough off script because when they're doing public hearings, everything's scripted, which is why they wanted to do, do this in private like they did Trump's kids multiple times for hours at a time for depositions. And you don't have all this dog and pony show. And then you can get some real answers out. Despite the libtars going, they just wanted to do it in private so they could cherry pick what Hunter said and have news bites and, and, and dominate the news cycle because of, I don't know, truth. I, I You know, crazy shit like, I don't know, tell the truth. And it looks bad. When the people tell the truth about you and it looks bad, it's because you're bad. Joe, Jill, Hunter, Grandkids, obviously, because grandkids are getting money from this. It's in their accounts. You know? I don't know if the grandkid they wouldn't mention until Christmas or so a year ago, whenever they, you know, the the, the love of, gra- of, of Grandpa Joe finally put his arms around the love child of Hunter, who's a victim and all this because no one knows what he's been through. <laughs> Eat a dick, Hunter Biden and Joe and that whole bunch. Chris Christie's out of the race. And as I open with, I almost wrecked my car because I thought they said Krispy Kremes were out of business. And, you know, I drink coffee. That was going to be sad. So, but no. The bad year blimp himself has decided that he needs to stick his snooter up the tutor of of nikki haley and love on her a little bit I, whatever i don't know i, I really don't give a shit i, I could care less um because trump won already and this is going to be that way melania trump um her mother passed away that sucks and i'm so sorry um for anybody that loses a parent uh or it loses anybody that's close to you and of course Trump asked for the day off from court from judge gilligan and who won't let him do his own closing argument as you heard in the opening there and then he asked for a day off so he could uh, go and, um, uh, you know, spend time with Melania and family and funerals and stuff like that. And Oh, no. Uh-uh. Nope. So he's a cocksucker. Democrat judge, Judge Gilligan, Gilligan's Island is a cocksucker. So Ray Epps got uh, probation. 
FBI number one most wanted day after J6. Then he's not on the list anymore. Probation and a five hundred dollar fine. He got to phone in uh his to his sentencing thing. They just he did on the phone, so uh yeah, he's a fed. Okay, so you know I mean, who gets a deal like that? Everybody else is a hostage that's held from January sixth. They're political prisoners, and there that is. And um Yeah. Defense secretary is missing for four or five days because his prostate surgery went sideways, and and, yeah, and that sucks. Um, because cancer, we're, we're a cancer house, okay. Mrs. JB is a cancer patient. Cancer houses are, you know, it, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a thing, and it's a, it's a, it's a tough thing, you know. Make some adjustments, and it's tough. Uh, <clears throat> so God love him for that, but you know. <laughs> we're kind of at war everywhere where we shouldn't be and sticking our nose in the business of, of uh, Israel and then the money laundering machine that is Ukraine, we're involved in that and this guy's kind of, he's in the chain of command for the U.S. of secession in case something happens, I think he's 5th, 6th, 7th on the list but he's still in there and they have a roster, and somebody's bound to know he's not there for four or five days, and the White House doesn't know that. That's, uh, uh yeah, kind of important. But, you know, but, you know, the biggest thing that proves, that literally proves everything you know about everything. The White House isn't in charge of anything. Biden is not in charge of anything because this would have been a thing. So, you know, you can blame a lot of shit on Biden, I guess, but why? He's, you know, he's just literally occupying space. Um, so, I, you know, I, mm-mm. no. Uh-uh. So what I want to talk about uh, today, while I'm just kind of just doing random things out there, is... Uh, and what is this? What is this woman's name? I need. I should have looked this up already. I I suck. Luckily, I have the peruder in front of me. Hang on a second. Uh, and he is me. Uh, chief, I guess. I don't know what that. What do you call that? Jennifer Homendy. H o m e n d y. So, I'm going to tell on myself because I know a little bit about this kind of stuff. Okay. I am not an expert. So don't don't build a career or a mindset on anything I'm about to say. But I know a little bit about this stuff uh, and why I won't say. I, what I'll tell you is a, a zillion years ago I was a civilian contractor for the Air Force. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. I'll leave that as it is. So, Jennifer Homedy is the chief of the uh, NTSB. Okay. Natural Transportation Safety Board. She be the one who's been holding these um, press conferences on this, uh, the deal with Boeing, the 737 MAX, and this door plug 
popping out and uh, this Alaskan Air flight. They had to make this emergency landing um, because of a, a gaping hole in the side of a plane, or at least the door missing off the side of a plane. Uh, and there you go. Um, and as they look into Boeing and other things and Alaskan Airs, so-and-so, so-and-so. So if you don't know about this, uh, there, the reason I want to bring this up is because of this. So at the end of the day, this uh, and it's a little different group and thing, but this all falls under the, the ishish notion of a Pete Buttigieg, booty plug. Because uh, he's, you know, he handles transportation, stuff like that. Infrastructure, highways, et cetera, travel, all that such stuff. NTSB, which is the safety board, they look out for stuff. And they do more stuff than this. They, you know, than planes, trains, and automobiles. They do a lot of stuff outside of that. Anything to do with basically safety. But this certainly falls under there. As well as the FAA, which is Booty Judge's thing. And But in this case, they're hand-in-hand in, hand in this. And here is why. Okay. Because of bureaucracy. And I'm going to talk about bureaucracy right now. As soon as I write that word down so I don't forget it. <laughs> okay. Because I need to say it in a minute. So, all right. So, the first of all, this lady's terrible at her job. This Jennifer Homendy lady. Ocracy. Okay. I'm writing it down. If I can read my own handwriting because I'm old and blind. So, <clears throat> And I need more coffee. So I've been watching her do the, the, the pressers on this thing. And she loves knowing that she's in front of a camera about as bad as Trump's judge in New York. It's pathetic. This woman, and y'all know I'm team girl because I'm surrounded by women. My whole world is pink. Okay, so don't start on me about, JB, you don't love women. You're one of them. You're one of them male chauvinistic types. Eat a dick. Okay, so... This is a DEI or DIE, but DEI hire if there ever, 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 ever was one. This appointee on this thing as chief of the NTSB. She does not know the first thing about anything mechanical. She was talking about on a, didn't even have a diagram in front of her, but she was talking about as they're showing a photo of it. The flanges out there that this door bolts to that the that the that the pins that hold this there. It's I'll go into this in a minute real quick, but the main thing is is they're they're semicircular. They're they're little half moon things and where the points are that hold this door in as they're showing on a diagram. And she says in the most mechanically advanced way in the whole world. Well, what holds the door in are these circle is is circles, not these circles, not if you look on a diagram. And last time I checked uh, on a blueprint. Uh, when you're calling out parts and pieces, circle's not an option. It might be circular. But I promise you, she does not know how a mousetrap operates. And she's going to preach to the world the problems that Boeing has and blah, 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 blah. Now, Boeing does have a problem. So let me bring this up to speed for you real quick just so you'll know. So here's the problem because this and the reason i bring this up in a show like give zero of course i have license to talk about anything i want to because hey it's my freaking show okay it's our freaking show but i'm the guy with the mic right now so that being said this is a parallel to what is wrong with almost everything functionally wrong 
and not just the world, but our great nation. Okay. First of all, let me tell you about Boeing. Because I have, I have a tie to Boeing. Full disclosure. Now, I don't work for them. And I don't have stock in them or anything like that. But I worked closely with some of their engineers in the past on stuff. And that's a long story. So, <clears throat> But anyway, having said all that, say this. There's this. Boeing is amazingly good at building three things. One is something that'll, that the military uses that'll blow the hell out of something. A good at it. McDonnell Douglas is really, really good too, but Boeing is a, is a serious player on stuff. Mostly with transport stuff. If you got to move gas or freight or cargo, they're your go-to. Okay. Second thing they're good at building is the queen of the skies. The 747, which was actually started out to be a military, um, uh, 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 cargo plane. Um, uh, and it just worked out that we're just, we'll put a bunch of seats in it and off we go, you know. Uh, that's why she has the hump actually uh, up top, just so you'll know, because they were going to make it where the nose swings open so you can load cargo from the front, which a lot, some of them do, the cargo transports now do. And they needed to jack the cockpit up so it wouldn't be in the way of the door swinging open. And it's like, we'll just put a big old ass hump up there and put a lounge upstairs and call it, Super first class. And it's like, yeah, we'll do that. And it worked. But it's bulletproof plane. You know, there have been some crashes over the years and stuff like that. But overall, the platform that it is is just immaculately good. Okay. The last thing they're good at building at is probably the, the most popular. Uh, you've If you've ever flown anywhere in the world, you have taken a leg on a trip or solely rode on one of these. And that's a Boeing 737. It's just one of the most... The most common aircraft in the, I think, the world, and is a and is ridiculously robust. It's just a solid flying plane, you know. Works good. Mechanics are good on it. The engineering's great on it. Uh, any problem they've ever had with it, they were able to adjust and quickly fix in the field. Um, and it's just a, it's just a solid toter. Gas mileage is good and everything. I mean, it's just a solid little station wagon of a plane, and they're just great, you know. Uh, which is what you want, you know. If you're on an airline, you need something that you push the key, you turn the key, and the damn thing lights up, and you put people in it, throw gas in it, change the oil tires and windshield wipers, and enjoy life. And it's that plane, okay. Now, <clears throat> whenever you're a manufacturer, Cessna, it doesn't matter who it is, you know, Boeing, McDonald, Doug, what what doesn't matter, okay, Lockheed. Uh, another great matter of fact, all Lockheed does is military aircraft. Another, another great, um, they're weird, but we'll we'll go about that. Their tech is weird, but but different story. But long story short, is the Boeing seven thirty seven is a solid ass plane. <clears throat> okay, so um, when you need to make a change to a plane, okay, it's a massive process. If you're going to stretch it, if you're going to do something like that. Because um, they didn't make stretches where they put fuselage sections in there and they can make the plane longer. And it changes some things because your center of gravity changes, your loading has to be different and stuff like that. Specs on uh, the, a lot of the flight characteristics will change because you're changing the geometry of the airplane. See, I don't want to get too geeky on this, but this, this is in my wheelhouse. Uh, <clears throat> so, anyway, long story short is it generally doesn't require a whole lot of effort to do that as far as keeping the plane in the air. 
You want to offer a different type of that plane, 737, fill in the blank, A, B, C, D, 123, 100, 200, 300, whatever, whatever, that, whatever their issue number is going to be on it, series number, it's uh, whatever, whatever they want to call it, that's fine. Uh, but you've got to get FAA recertification on that plane because it's, it's a different aircraft. Now, certain things don't matter. Okay. If it takes minimal uh, pilot training, minimal this, minimal that, uh, if it's just a spec change or something, or you need to change a chart as to how you dial in and set it up uh, for uh, your loading or your weights for takeoff and balance and stuff like that, it's not that big of a deal. Um, and usually you can do that, especially if you're a longtime provider with and you're well known for reliability with like the FAA to save time, wear and tear, red tape, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Maybe people get paid off. I don't I don't know. I don't know. But it's just a signature. FAA goes, okay, got fine, go. So as long as you don't have to have a bunch of um, you know, pilot retraining and certification on it or something like that, it, it you can be a, a a nothing process or a very, very short process depending on the extent of the changes to the plan form. Okay. That's a word you don't get to use very often. I think that's the first time I've ever said that on this show is plan form. Okay. So we'll come back to that in a second. So a decade-ish or so ago, 20 years ago, with the help of France, because they're all in bed together, because European countries basically, you know, they say they're not socialist countries. Whatever, you know, they a lot of them are really in bed, and they own their own industries, okay? So Airbus comes out and starts making these goofball planes, okay? They're streamlined. They're sexy as crap. They really, really are. Uh, and they're doing all the, you know, you've seen them. Um, they look like little, they look like little whales and, uh, just super sweep wing and the wing winglets and stuff, the tips on the end. It's just a sexy looking thing. It's what airliners have probably needed forever. The insides look like fairy tale dreams. It's just, you know, special led lighting and it's just sex. Even though Airbus planes are goofy as crap because they're flown with joysticks like a, like a video game. There's no yoke, you know, you know typical yoke you see in a plane to fly it you got you got your armrest over there with a joystick on it you fly the dang plane like you're in star wars um airbus has had major massive problems with so many things for so long um it's always blamed on everything but the actual plane's fault things not rotating on takeoff because it doesn't know what's in takeoff mode because they tell the computer because the computer does everything on those stupid planes computer makes decisions based on proximity to the ground or airspeed etc we've all seen the video where the uh, that plane first came out and it makes this low pass over an airfield in an air show and getting ready to take off and fly out of there it just doesn't it just sits there angled back like it doesn't know whether it's landing or taking off and at the same altitude actually it dropped a little bit of altitude it starts slowly descending and just lands just lands pretty as you please right in the top of a forest and kills a bunch of people uh, of course, it's been 20 some odd years ago, but the case in point is that happened, and they've had problem after problem after problem after problem like that with Airbuses. And the ultimate problem is this. So they did this, Airbus did this because they needed to get planes in the market and they wanted to make their mark, and they did. And off they go, competing against Boeing because Boeing is just super dominant in that in that space. You know, they're, 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 how they go to market is, is we make super great planes for, for flying passengers. So, Airbus copies Boeing. 
based on the 737 and larger. They wanted the double-decker plane, a 747 on their version of 747 on pure steroids. This is this story is going somewhere. But enjoy the data. This is good for you. So <clears throat> they made a copy of of you know their their Boeing copiers to compete against Boeing, and it hurts Boeing, despite the fact that their software sucks and everything else is going haywire. That's that's what they do. So Boeing comes back out with several planes, including the 737 Max. Now, the problem here is this. There's two problems, and we'll get to the actual Max's problems here in a minute. But they're all tied in the same thing. They're all tied into bureaucracy, uh, which is the problem with our world today. So, Boeing starts copying Airbus, who is copying Boeing. So if you've ever run a, a, a copying a copier machine, a Xerox machine, and you make a copy of something, and you keep making copies of that copy, in other words, every time a copy comes out, you put that one at the top and copy that copy, and then copy that copy, and then pretty soon you've got a hot, stinking mess. It's still a sheet of paper, but the stuff on it is just crap. Welcome to the world of the 737 Max. The couple of crashes that happened uh, two years ago or so on take on, uh, I think the plane was rotating on climb out or something. I think both of them were. And what happened was, is they're using these uh, these high bypass. I think it was, I think the General Electric or Rolls Royce. I can't remember. But they're super high-bypass engines, and I'm not going to get into all the technical part of how jet engines work and all that kind of crap. But the, what I can tell you is is the core of the engine is basically the same diameter, but the front fan, the one that you see, the one that actually is, does the initial suck of air into the engine, and the engine does all the compression of the air and, and adds a bunch of heat to it, and it spits out, out the back and everything. The bigger that front fan is, that air flows past that engine. And so what that does is that's not air. Long story short is they're more fuel efficient. Okay, I won't go into that crap. If you want to know more, write me. I'll tell you all about it. Or look up high bypass jet engines and you'll understand. So but all you need to know is, is that thing, a 737 Max is just only slightly larger than a regular 737, which is, again, the common plane we've all ridden everywhere on, you know. I think that's the only thing Southwestern flies is 737s. So their whole fleet is easier to maintain. Just one plane all the time. Wash, rinse, repeat. Um, and so it's it's so big, the engines would basically drag the ground. We can't have that. A, it's bad on the paint, and B, it makes taking off and landing really sucky. So they move the engines back further on the wing mounts to, to jack it up a little bit. They flatten the cowling on the bottom, I think is what they do to it, is to help it out a little bit, or whatever they do. But the main thing, it gives it clearance. And the problem is when you move an engine back, engines are super heavy, and it makes the plane ass-end heavy because you move the center of gravity rearward. All right? Got it? Got it. It'll fly. It'll it'll work. It all does that as long as the plane's trimmed properly and everything else. Well, how do you do that? In other words, you got to basically kind of fly the plane slightly nose down to make it want to stay level. That's okay. That You can do that. That that physics lets you do that kind of thing, especially with computers, because the computer will make the trim uh, nose down slightly for you automatically. It'll do that for you to keep the plane happy. Okay, 
even though she wants, you know, she's a slight tail heavy girl. She fat bottom. She got them. She got them nice hips. Okay. Now the problem is, is this, is that when you don't tell the pilots this, and you just let the computer handle it, and the computer acts a little gooberish on takeoff, and the pilot's like, "Oh, we get it. Give me that thing. I'll fly it myself." Because a lot of this stuff's automated these days. Okay. Now, let me tell you about air flight, if you don't know this, and this is not to scare anybody. I don't want anybody to ever have air fear because it's not, there's nothing to fear. It's just fly the plane. Um, taking off is amazingly simple to do. Your first day in the pilot seat on your first training flight, you can, you can do a takeoff. There's nothing to it. Planes want to fly. As a matter of fact, you get in, a, you know, all things are cool and you don't have a bunch of crosswind or something and you're just there and single engine, you kind of adjust a little bit of rudder because it wants to torque a little bit uh, uh, on takeoff because the propeller's spinning. And it's nothing terrible, but it's, you, you just need to kind of know it so you can keep it, you know, straight down the center line on takeoff. You let it hit rotation speed on its own without you even pulling back, she'll climb. She'll, she wants to go. They don't like the ground. They like the air. Okay. Landing takes some skill. To not scratch the paint up, it takes a little bit of skill and practice, okay? Only because the, uh, the, you basically have to talk the plane out of flying at the same time you're literally touching down. So it's a timing thing, so it takes a little bit of doing. The problem is, <coughs> while takeoffs are infinitely easier, <coughs> excuse me, takeoffs are infinitely easier, they're a billion times more dangerous. So the good Lord's good to let us have that trade-off. Why? Because your plane's heavier on takeoff because of fuel, and it's more explosive. If something goes wrong because of fuel, <laughs> fuel is your thing. <coughs> yeah, so these 737 Maxes have trouble on takeoff because as she rotates up, she's tail heavy, which makes the nose want to pitch up, which makes you want to stall. Not good. Pilots take over and they don't adjust for that correctly or the plane's not computing properly and whatever else. And when she stalls, the wing stalls, uh, she quit flying. And people die in a 737 MAX a couple of times. And so they didn't tell anybody. And it was a software issue. And Boeing had to come clean on that. I, I, why? Because they pencil whipped that through the FAA saying, oh, there's no change to worry about there. Just sign off on it, please. Oh, you're Boeing. It's a 737. Just calling it Max. Okay, we'll do that. The 737 Max is not a standard 37 with a different name on it. It's a copy of a copy. And it's a hot mess. And I'm super disappointed in Boeing because they're finding out that this door plug that came out of this thing was probably missing some bolts or wasn't mounted properly in the, in the to begin with. And Delta and some other people, uh, since those planes are now grounded, decided, hey, let's look into this for ourselves. They pull all the panels out and they start digging down in there and they're finding bolts missing themselves. These things shipped m missing parts. Improperly installed parts. 
parts not installed correctly. Not good. And it's because of bureaucracies. It's because of watching the bottom line, which you have to do in a business, totally get it. Totally get that. But your business is safety, and your business is putting people's asses in a seat at 40,000 feet doing 400 miles an hour, 500 miles an hour, where there's no oxygen. And it's kind of important that pieces of the plane don't go missing in flight. Had that door come off, and thank God they're spring-loaded. That door, in this case, that plug wasn't an actual door door. It doesn't have an internal handle you pull like for an emergency. In this case, it's it's they're, they're, they're all designed the same, so they all have this hole in there where there would normally be an emergency exit. But based on the internal configuration of the plane, it doesn't have to be marked as an exit door, so it doesn't have to be in stuck, meaning if you don't have enough people, you have to be able to vacate a plane in 90 seconds using half of the exits available, okay? So plane manufacturers just add extra, extra ones because they can beat that clock. Uh, and depending on... How, how the plane's configured on the inside, if you're not carrying enough passengers or it's or it's configured with the number of seats. And obviously, Alaska uh, Air Alaska lets you have a little room in there. They don't carry as many passengers in that same aircraft, has fewer seats, so it's roomier. So you don't use that door. So instead of putting an emergency escape door there, you just put a plug in the, in the damn, damn side of the plane. Okay, fills up that hole. Those emergency doors are designed, they're spring-loaded to, to pop out. like I mean, they basically eject themselves when you pull the handle because you don't do it in the air. You do it when you're on the ground uh, at, low, at, um, at low enough air pressure. Uh, assuming that you're already crashed on the ground, you just pop the door open and get the hell out of the plane, okay? At flight, that thing ejecting, you don't want anything falling off a plane, period, okay? Forward of the wing... The further forward it is, the worse it kind of is, unless you lose a tail section. But you don't want anything getting sucked into an engine or striking the wings or the tail sections because if it breaks those things or damages them or they don't function properly, you got massive problems. By the luck of, of the draw and the good Lord looking out for people, that thing ejected and I guess did not hit anything on that plane, which is great. They were at low enough airspeed and low enough altitude because they'd only been in the air about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, had they started their ascent, and modern jetliners are rockets, buddy. You light that thing up, it will climb in altitude quick. It's crazy how fast these planes climb these days. It's stupid how fast it can. Of course, it's better on gas mileage. The, the higher up you go, the better gas mileage the plane gets. So you do a swap. You burn it low. Rocket up top, and then you just you're burning no gas up top. You just kind of do do. It's pretty. What a beautiful view. See the clouds. See the sunsets. Great. You know. Now, where that all lands is this. So you've got a bureaucratic system out there that sits there, and out of bad habit, is just used to doing things. And I do not like bureaucracy for this very thing. First of all, it gets idiots like Jennifer Holmandy hired. Okay. This she is not qualified for this job. You go and watch it. You don't have to know nothing about aircraft or nothing about safety and watch this woman hold a press conference. She talks. It's like watching AOC or Kamala Harris talk. It it is the most circular around 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 thing you ever seen in your life. Can we please get to the facts? Can we please quit talking about how much you don't know 
and let's see if we can figure out what the hell's going on here. Okay? So she's a nut. So she's not going to help get help get at the bottom of this at all. But I'm praying to God there's people behind the scenes doing paperwork that will get this thing figured out. Because if Boeing's at fault here and they've done it out of negligence and they've already admitted as such, oh, sorry, we made a mistake, uh, we're our bad, they need to get themselves fried. And I love Boeing, but too damn, too damn bad. Okay? Secondly, bureaucracy is the very reason that you've got half the crap in your house. There's nothing in your house you can put your hands on. Try it. Try touching anything in your house that there's not bureaucracy tied to. There is some safety, some regulation, some some group it has to be okay through because of the lead paint in it or that it glows in the dark or because it used wattage or voltage or it's made of a certain material or it's fireproofed or it's this or it's that or whatever else that bureaucracy is not tied to. To wit, I give you this. It's the same it's the same reason why you can't build certain things certain where because of some damn tree frog or a fish. Some minnow somewhere. You can't plant a field because of you can't capture rainwater because of. And you can get fined or imprisoned for breaking these things. Th- those are not congressional laws. We have a legal system. This goes to show you how out of control the government is, okay? And where I'm, that leads to is this. It is so big and so in every freaking thing that you have, that you do, that you own, that you drive, that you wear, that you eat, that you brush your teeth with, that you think with, that you drink, that you whatever you do, walk on top of, live on top of, walk under, live, whatever it is. That's how they get away with the tomfoolery that they get away with at every last turn because some pencil pusher somewhere can make a piece of red tape in their air quote agency that says you need to pay a $500 fine if you do so-and-so, so-and-so. That's not a law, but the shit will hold up in court. It'll absolutely hold up in court. And you wonder how we're going to be able to kill a freaking deep state and all the other crap all of that goes on. It's the year of living dangerously. A point to ponder from your buddy JB. Because I love you guys. But you know what? We're winning and we're starting to win big. And you better buckle the crap up because after... After watching <laughs> Hunter <laughs> in front of Congress today, if you got any question now that Joe Biden is going to be the candidate for the Democrats, that question's over. To pull a stunt off like that, he's chips in, baby. And I'm going to tell you something. You know this. They, they're not going to lose. There's no version of this where they allow themselves to lose. And Trump's crushing it in the polls. And he's crushing it with the people. And if you think they're going to try to pull that bullshit again with 
taping up the window counting with pizza boxes so they can't be watched counting and America's going to stand for that you guys better get y'all some beans bullets bibles and 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 beans baby or whatever beans bullets bibles and band-aids better get it let's get ready to go I thank you for listening to America's number one third rate podcast give zero I'm your buddy JB and as I always say good luck America Before I bend But these days